Caps take down the Islanders and Rasmus Sandin is turning out to be a steal. Next on Locked On Caps. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about your caps as they take down the Islanders by a score of 5-1. to one. How are they able to do it? How are they able to rally the troops and pull up a huge win? We'll talk about that in the show. Then later we'll talk about the new deal for Trevor Van Riemsdyk, and that's already paying dividends as he's playing a huge role. Then we'll talk about Anthony Mantha and Darcy Kemper just played a huge role in the Caps win. But just to get it going here, your Caps do in fact take down the Islanders by a score of 5-1 to one in New York in enemy territory. It was quite a feat, I got to say, for the Capitals. And, you know, when they win, they win big. And this was one of the games, a convincing win against, you know, a pretty good Islanders team, all things considered. Uh, they're ahead of the Caps in, in the standings, but it is a dogfight for those wild card spots out there. So it is the margin is narrowing, and I don't think the Caps are out of the woods yet. I don't think they're a lock to make it to the playoffs, but I think, you know, especially if they can win these games against teams in the Metro, those are the big things for me. So for them to be able to beat the Islanders, who are also in the Metro Division, uh, just a really huge thing. So just taking a look at the standings and the Metro right now, the Caps have 71 points, the Islanders have 76, and the Pens have 78. And then the top three there, the Hurricanes, Devils, and Rangers, they got that lockdown, and it'll be a dogfight for those guys to figure out who uh, is on top there. But just taking a look at it, it's you know pretty close now. The Hurricanes, 94 points. The Devils, 94 points. And 10 points behind the Rangers. So it is getting to be crazy in the Metro Division and just really exciting time to be a hockey fan in general. And then taking a look at the Bruins, 105 points. So this is my favorite time of year. This is the time between trade deadline and the playoffs and the postseason. You know, all the big moves were made. Just so exciting. And the Capitals, with their win the other night, this is putting them in a much better position. And, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about is how much better is this team going to be with Faravari and Jensen back in the lineup? And let's just say, safe to say, it was quite noticeable out there. Just a really great showing by the Caps. And, you know, uh, optimism uh, just exudes from that team. Rasmus Sandin, who I'll talk about a little bit later, a three-point night. Um, he is really just starting to prove a great value. What did the Caps have to give up? They gave up Gustafson, who was an expiring contract, and they gave up a first-round pick in that Hathaway-Orloff uh, deal, which was a low first-round pick. So I think that was just one of the greatest moves I've seen Mac make in quite some time. And then Anthony Mantha 
wow. Just, you know, a lot of Anthony Mantha, I think, is that he was caught up in his own, in his own head because he hadn't scored a goal in such a long time. But he has a, a two-point night and two shots on goal. Uh, just all kinds of production. So you saw goals from Mantha. You saw goals from Strom, Backstrom, Nick Dowd, TJ Oshie. Um, just lighten it up out there. Matt Irwin had four shots on goal. It was insane out there. And Darcy Kemper as well. Uh, ultimately not too active because I think the Capitals defense was dialed in there, but he saved 17 of 18. So good on him out there as well. So just all signs of encouragement uh, for me as a Caps fan. Ovechkin and Matt Irwin were tied for the team lead in shots four. And then Faravari bringing back Faravari brand of hockey had six hits in his return. And that is one of his trademark uh, things about him is he likes to throw the body around and we saw more of that against the aisles and you got to think that had to soften up the opposition almost like a military uh, maneuver and I think it did to a certain extent so it's great to have Marty back in the lineup and uh, you know this is crunch time so to have Jensen back to have Martin Faravari back Huge, huge things, and I think it kind of changes. It could potentially change, you know, the Capitals' trajectory as we inch closer and closer to the uh, playoffs. But exciting time for me. Sandine again led all skaters in ice time with 23-27 and TVR uh, 23-11. So in John Carlson's absence, um, you know, Sandine, a new guy to the team, just killing it out there, you know, eating up a bunch of minutes. Uh, the other game, he had like 29 minutes, almost 30 minutes of ice time. And it's not just like they're putting him out there and he's doing a so-so job. He is killing it out there. Backstrom won six of nine draws. So all kinds of positivity for the Capitals. That's what I'm taking away from it. There's nothing out. I would really change a whole lot. Uh, the Alexiev thing, he got worked over again, which led to a goal. Um, he's a bit of a younger man out there. I mean, but uh, he's got to clean up his his uh, work out there a little bit. He's got to, to be, you know, be better on the puck up out there. I mean, we cannot have a guy that is a liability out there that's going to lead to so many scoring opportunities. And it wasn't just an opportunity. It was a goal. So I know that, uh, again, he is a third pairing there most of the time, but he has got to find a way uh, to clean up his game. But one of the big things for me, which I spoke about on the top, was Anthony Mantha. And uh, I think that, you know, to a certain extent, he really found his game the last game. Let's see if he can keep it going here because if we get this whole team dialed in and pulling on that rope, I think the sky's the limit. Mantha's goal was his first in 19 games and first since December 31st. He also added an assist to make it a multi-point outing. Anthony Mantha registered the secondary assist on the Caps' fifth goal, his second point of the game. It marks Mantha's sixth multi-point game of the season and his first since December 13th versus Chicago. The Caps, uh, the Caps held the Islanders to 18 shots on goal, the fewest shots allowed by the Washington this season. The Caps have killed off 51 of 58 opposing power plays over their last 22 games dating back to January 16th. Positivity, that's what we're looking at from this Caps team. Again, you know, I've spoke about on the show, you know, when they're losing and are they out of it? Um, it's still going to be an uphill climb. Don't get me wrong. They're not out of the woods yet. There is still a lot that this team is going to have to do to make it to the playoffs, period. But when I take a look at the standings, I do see a very narrow path that they can make it through. Let's be honest here. The Islanders haven't been playing as of great uh, that, you know, lately here. 
And same goes for the Pens. They have been so-so as well. So I think that ultimately that's what the Capitals are going to have to hope for. They're going to have to hope for the Pens in the aisles to start losing. And the Capitals are going to have to keep their foot squarely on the gas if they want to have any chance at making the playoffs. Again, it's a narrow path for them to make it there. But ultimately, I do think it's achievable if they stick to the script. It was a different team that I saw out there the other night. Uh, so just big things for the Capitals going on all over. Another big thing out there is the Milano-Strom-Oshi line stays hot. Um, just, you know, I think that it works well, that line together. Strom, one goal, one assist, two points, one shot on goal. Oshi, one goal. Um, and Milano one shot on goal. Oshi's goal to put his team in front of the in the final minute of the first marked his fifth in eight games, and he has points in seven of his last eight contests overall. I like it. I like that line a lot together, and it's good that we're finding chemistry a little bit later in the year. I know that before Hathaway got traded, it was Hathaway, Dowd, and whoever fill in the blank on the fourth line there. But for them to find chemistry uh, between those three players is huge. And we want to see that line continue to contribute. Another guy that I haven't spoke about yet who's killing it and is showing that it was a good sign to give him a new deal is Dylan Strom. I am really excited to see what he's bringing to this team. And uh, I look forward to what he can do in years to come. Really solid moves. I think that, you know, um, a lot of these players that, you know, um, were, you know, possibility of getting traded. I'm glad they got new deals, you know, just up and down the board. You know, we talk about Jensen. Uh, we talk about Van Riemsdyk. We talk about the Stroman Milano deals, just some solid signings and re-signings uh, by Brian McClellan. So much positivity exudes uh, from this team right now. Jensen and Farivari as well, uh, just, uh, you know, big, big to have them back in the fold, I guess I got to say. Um, and just, uh, we look forward to seeing what they can do. Um, Martin Farivari, Nick Jensen's return certainly helped there as they position themselves well to stop New York's four check with the exception of the first goal against, which was put in accidentally by Alexia for the first time in as many games. Um, overall, the blue line has been just killing it for the Capitals with so much uncertainty on this team. It's really good signs. And as fans, you should feel positive. I feel positive. Um, you know, that's what you got to do is you got to concentrate on the things that go well. And overall, this game went really well. The only thing that kind of sticks out to me a little bit is the Alexiev thing. But, you know, again, he's a younger player. Everyone makes mistakes at the end of the day, even some of the best players out there. So uh, I think that he gets a bit of, uh, you know, a, a bit of, uh, you know, we got to give him a little bit of rope there, right? We can't expect, you know, the world from him yet. But ultimately, he does have to clean up his game. Uh, so some big things for the Caps in general. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about Rasmus Sandin and how it's my belief that he has been a steal for the Capitals. When you consider that they only gave up Gustafson in a first-round pick, I think I'm all about that trade. And it's really kind of just coming into focus as one of the better moves. I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say in all the NHL, I know that's kind of a bold statement to make considering the Bull Horvat and Timo Meyer thing, but I'm going to go ahead and say it that I think that was one of the big moves for me in the NHL. Not the biggest, but one of the big ones was Rasmus Sandin coming to the Capitals and how that could potentially change the Caps' fortune. Let's talk about what he means to this team next. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was about. 
Now, I've been taking it for several months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to taking each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. Now, I personally take it because I have some young children at home, and if you have children at home, maybe you can relate that you need that boost of energy. It's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up on the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Rasmus Sandin and what a steal he was for the Capitals. going to be a little bit honest with you. I heard the name in the league, wasn't super familiar with him, but I love what he brings to this team. And if you're a Caps fan, you should love what he brings to this team as well. All he has done is killed it since he's come here. It's interesting that he wasn't able to find a role with the Maple Leafs, usually in the third pairing there with goals of being on the first pairing there. But in any event, that's all in the history. That's in the rear view. What matters right now is that he's on the caps and he's helping contribute to the blue line that there was a lot of questions that surrounded it. Let's be honest. You know, everyone spoke about it. The NHL network, all the insiders said, what are the Capitals going to do? John Carlson is the only player under contract. Well, then everything changed. You know, we got Rasmus Sandin here. Different players got new deals. Trevor Van Riemsdyk got a new deal. Jensen got a new deal. Uh, things are just starting to look better for this blue line that there were so many questions. John Carlson, can you imagine what this team will look like when John Carlson is back in the fold? Um, I think it's just going to be crazy out there to think about. And again, all you can kind of take away from this team is everything is coming together at the right time. And that is what is important. And we're hoping, uh, you know, for bigger and better things. Another one in that equation, too, is Matt Irwin. Um, just killing it out there. Um, four shots on goal. But Rasmus Sandin, man, what a steal. Um, you know, I'm talking about him in particular, but the blue line is doing such a great job out there. Um, taking a look at Rasmus Sandin. Uh, they got him in that, like I talked about in that trade uh, for Gustafson and um, and then that first round pick. And they ended up getting that first round pick when Orloff and Hathaway uh, went to the Bruins. So just a really uh, solid thing there. Three assists, one shot on goal. Rasmus Sandin is the first player in franchise history to record three multi-point performances in their first four games with the Caps. Rasmus Sandin threw four games in Washington. One goal, seven assists, five primary assists, eight goals, plus six rating, eight hits, four, blo four block shots, averaging 24 minutes a night. What is there not to love about this guy? If you're a Capitals fan, 
you should be pretty pumped about Rasmus Sandin right now. And what I'm going to call him is Rasmus Sandsteel. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a, you know, kind of an interesting thing to say, but a steal, if you think about it, the Caps didn't really give up a heck of a lot. Gustafson was as good as gone anyway. In that first round pick, it was lower in the first round. So who knows what you would have got there? Maybe a potential player, but we wanted someone that was going to help contribute to this team right now, considering how this team has been struggling. Right. And he has been the perfect fix for this Capitals blue line, shall we say, a guy that's 22 years old going on 23 years old. So it does fit the narrative of this team wanting to get younger and faster. Uh, so just a really great, uh, you know, pickup for Brian McClellan. I got to say, you know, I don't want to say a diamond in the rough because that makes it sound like he was, you know, a poor player. Like, you know, if you harken back to like a Conley or Devonte Smith Pelly. Um, or, you know, one of those kind of players. He's really not. He was drafted high. It's just that he wasn't able to find his way with the Maple Leafs. And in any event, he came here, and it's just good on Brian McClellan to be able to find these players that, you know, for whatever reason, he didn't work out in Toronto, and I really don't care. But the big thing for me is just it was win, win, win. Because if you take a look at it, like I spoke of there, Gustafson, good is gone. And that first round pick was meh, maybe. So the Capitals got a for sure thing by getting Rasmus Sandin on this team. And he is eating up all those minutes that John Carlson used to play, right? And John Carlson, what led the team in minutes. And we don't ultimately know when he's going to be back, right? Everything that I hear is that it's, you know, he's coming along, but, you know, he's still a ways out. Uh, we know he took that slap shot off the face from uh, Dylan off the face there, you know, going back all the way to that Jets game. So whatever, whatever is wrong, you know, the initial reports is that it like sheared his ear off. As we found out after the fact, his wife said, I'm looking at his ear. It's still there. So um, it's just some interesting things out there and just uh, a real pleasant uh, addition to this team. I guess I got to say uh, when I looked at his stats, I thought, you know, pretty good. You know, I, I saw that he was trying to fight for a role a little bit higher um, in the D pairings in Toronto. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out, but uh, what, for whatever reason, he is just clicking with his team. So well, getting involved in scoring opportunities, assists, you know, a blue liner that's, uh, you know, getting involved in assists that are leading to goals. Everything about him has just, just been perfect. And, you know, I know he hasn't been here that long, but if this is just a sample size of what he is, can you imagine what this Caps team will look like if we can have him healthy for an entire season? And then you take a look at this team with Carlson back and things are really looking up, I guess I got to say. Of course, some things I'm hearing from people on Twitter is, you know, I thought this team was getting younger. Well, Rasmus Sandin is 22 years old. I think that's pretty young. I know they signed TVR to a new deal. Uh, and I want to say he's 31 years old. So, I mean, a little bit on the, on the other side of 30 there, but still, you know, a younger man. And I think that ultimately there'll still be, you know, some, you know, competition, shall we say, uh, as we head into next fall, when it comes to, you know, Alexiev and, you know, perhaps Lucas Johansson or Vinny Iario, something like that. But I do think that these guys will get their opportunity, right? But it's just, they're going to have to fight for it. But right now we want a winner. We don't want to put a young guy in there just to put a young guy in there. But Rasmus Sandin does fit that bill. 22 years old. I mean, that's pretty young. I mean, if, you know, in all things considered in hockey, that's a pretty young guy there. So just all sorts of positivity from this Capitals team and a blue line that was such a question mark is now turning to, 
you know, a lot of those questions have been answered and it's been solidified. And that's been due in large part to what Brian McClellan has done and uh, just all sorts of positive going forward. And, you know, what can we expect in the long term? You know, like I talked about in the first segment, am I going to say that this team is going to go on a heater here and they're going to end up winning a Stanley Cup? Hey, I, I don't, I am not going to say it's not going to happen. I think that it's, they're going to have their work cut out for them. I guess I'm, was what I'm going to say there. But in any event, they are going in the right direction, you know, picking up a big win against a Metro opponent. And then, you know, it's just keeping their eyes on the prize. That's what it's all about. All right. So after the break here, we will talk about Darcy Kemper and what he's meant to this team. Ultimately, the Capitals would not be where they are right now. If it wasn't for Darcy Camper and in part by Charlie Lindgren as well, let's talk about Darcy and what he means to this team next. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you gotta try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise on taste, then man, I've got the thing for you. You gotta try a Built Bar. With Built Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. So what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yeah, that's right, real chocolate. And they come in un Unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. And I've spoke to you on this show for the longest time how you can find these at Built.com. But now you can get them also at your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This next segment here, we are going to talk about Darcy Camper and how he has kept this Capitals team even in in contention here, even for a glimmer of an opportunity to make it to the playoffs. They would not have done this if it was a, if Sam Sonoff was here and Vanacek was here. And I know what you're going to say, Dan. Well, look at what Sam Sonoff is doing in Toronto. And look what Vanacek is doing out in, in uh, New Jersey. Well, let's just face a couple things. They tried to retread that tire for two years. And all they got was inconsistency, almost two years plus. And, but um, it, it didn't work. And sometimes a change of scenery is what the doctor ordered. If you think about it, um, there's other goalies and other players that have moved on from this organization and done a good job. Why don't you go ahead and take a look at Phoenix Copley, who was an AHL goalie, AHL goalie and is killing it in the city of angels. So, Sometimes it's just a change of systems. It's a different, you know, different players, different, whatever the case may be. It didn't work out with our old tandem, but that is all history. This year, the Capitals are all in and they're doing well in part due to Darcy Camper and Charlie Lindgren. And I know what you're saying, Dan, take a look at the Capitals. They're not doing too well in the standings. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If they didn't have Darcy and Charlie out there, this team would be deplorable. They'd probably be near the bottom of the Metro division, if not the very rock bottom of the Metro. Even the games that the Capitals lose, those two netminders keep the Caps in the games and they give them a chance of winning. 
And uh, sometimes that's what the doctor ordered. I mean, Kemper can't go out and score all the goals, right? And if the defense is constantly folding in front of him, he can only do so much. And I think that he is doing a great job, a really great acquisition uh, in the offseason and just, you know, swinging for the fences. And guess what? The Caps connected and they got Darcy Kemper, Stanley Cup winning Darcy Kemper, and uh, he's doing a great job. Kemper has stopped a combined 130 of 139 shots face. That's good for a .935 safe percentage over his last four starts. Additionally, Kemper recorded his 9,000th career save tonight versus the Islanders after facing a barrage of shots in each of the last three games. Kemper had the volume turned down in Saturday's win. Although he faced 18 shots, he was tested on several of them and finished with 17 saves and his 20th victory of the season. And let that not be, you know, lost on you. You know, I hear a lot of things about, you know, Darcy Camper has not lived up to potential and he's not that great. And do you, you're, you're not going to believe this, but all the time on Twitter and YouTube, I got people coming at me and saying, why do you stand up for Darcy Camper? What's so great about him? The stats speak for themselves. And, you know, unless you're just, you know, really not that smart when it comes to hockey, if the Caps lose, Sure, some of that goes on his shoulders, but it doesn't go all on his shoulders, right? It's He's only as good, at least in part, uh, as the players that are playing in front of him. And when, it, when it's for me, Darcy Kemper has kept the caps in these games. Case closed. I mean, if it wasn't for him and Lindgren, this team would have been out of it. And, you know, not to, to make Charlie Lindgren go unsung here. When Darcy Kemper was injured in the month of December, he came in and single-handedly almost saved this team. So both moves, really solid moves. And I think if the Caps, you know, are going to make a push into the playoffs, say they're able to, to prove everyone wrong. You know, I'm a little bit on the fence about them right now. I don't know if they're going to do it. Nobody knows. I don't even think they know. It all depends on how they play, right? So that's what it's all about. If they can find a way to string together some wins and say they get that wild card spot, you know, you don't have to win the President's Trophy. There's that whole President's Trophy curse. Maybe you've heard of that before. So I, it's not necessarily the case that you have to win, be the top of your division, or you have to win the President's Trophy. It's just about getting to the dance, as they say. Their next opponent is March 14th against the Rangers, another Metro Division play uh, rival out there. So they're on the top. But if they can find a way to beat the Rangers, that's some pretty good points. And, you know, if the Islanders and the Penguins can figure out a way to lose games, that's going to even help them out even a little bit more. Again, don't get me wrong. I'm not being, you know, crazy here and thinking that it's a lock. I know that the, the margin for them getting in there is about this wide, right? But I think if they can kind of just stick to the script and if they can continue to play the same way that they did, you know, the other night against the Islanders in New York and pick up a convincing win... That could be huge. We're not talking about a win here against the Ducks or against the Sharks. This was a big, bigger opponent, I guess I'm going to say. I know that they're not one of the best teams in the league, but they're a pretty good team. So it was good for them to be able to find a way to win. And uh, that's what I, those are those building blocks I'm going forward. And everything's coming together at the right time. Jensen came back. Faravari came back. That blue line has been solidified. You know, Kemper and Lindgren, you know, doing, showing up and playing every night that they're out there. So just... 
big things ahead for the Capitals, I do believe. And uh, I guess it just remains to be seen if they can continue to keep it going. That is what I'm hoping for for this team is just to find a way to keep winning games as this is crunch time. I know I spoke, you know, about two, three weeks ago about that being crunch time. This is crunch time. And, uh, you know, all you can do is, you know, like F.P. Santangelo, former Nationals broadcaster, said, be, go 1-0 and every day. That's what the Capitals have got to do. They've got to go 1-0 and every day and find out a way to win games and, and not try to, you know, look too far down the, the football field or the rink if you want to talk about hockey and just concentrate on the next opponent. And the next opponent is the Rangers but they have some positive momentum going forward. That was a good morale boost for this team. And uh, if, you know, I think that everyone that's listening to this or watching it, that's what you should take from it as well. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen. Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Locked On Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you find your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And guys, if you haven't done it yet, whatever pod catcher that you're listening to this podcast on, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, whatever the case may be, make sure and hit that subscribe button. That way you know when the new episodes are available. Also, like, rate, and share. It really helps grow the channel. But when you're done there, also hop on over to YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. We're over 450, edging ever so closely to 500. That's our goal, 500. Uh, for right now, I'd ultimately like to have 1,000 by the end of the season. But I know that's a lofty goal. But I think with your help, we can do it. Then make sure and hit that like button, leave some comments. It really helps grow the channel, and I have you guys to thank for it, and I'm ever so grateful. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.